Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Graduation went off without a hitch, although a little bit wet. A little rain, but you know, we made it through just fine. Yeah, so it's official. We didn't have to postpone it. Nope, we have a graduate. Yay. Yay. Now on to the next big thing. Exactly. And the next big thing is the Disney Parks blog. I don't feel like that is the next big thing, but it's the next thing. So uh, so we'll get started. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom is celebrating 10 years with the Wilderness Explorers Program. That's right. Do you know what the motto of the Wilderness Explorers Program is? I have no idea. The wilderness must be explored. Caw, caw, <laughs> roar. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that has been, uh, motto has been embraced by over 23 million guests since the Wilderness Explorers program kicked off in 2013 at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Uh, coincidentally, the movie Up, from which that uh, is taken, yes. just celebrated its 14th, the, the 14th anniversary of its release on the last week of May. Oh, wow. Uh, so if you want to become a Wilderness Explorer, you can earn up to, uh, uh, well, a little more than 20 badge- badges that range from helping to save endangered species to recycling and protecting wildlife. So this is all uh, part of the program that goes on at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, and they do have wilderness explorer locations across the park. All right, very so, nice. Yeah. There are some new restaurants that are available now at Downtown Disney. Well, not necessarily new restaurants, but no? uh, modifications of old restaurants oh. and some new experiences. Okay. So the Jazz Coast, the Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio and Beignets, Beignets Expressed is now open, uh, and that was part of uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, which has been there for a while. Um, it is now reopening as the Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio, which is a modern, casual, and fun celebration of the Gulf and Pacific Coasts. Uh, and ben- Beignets Expressed is a place where you can get um, fast and friendly counter-service beignets. They look like they're jacked-up beignets. They are. They You can get them uh, served classically, which is fried uh, and topped with sugar, or you can get specialty beignets like glazed, dipped, and drizzled, or sprinkled with other flavors. Yeah, it looks like one that has uh, Fruity Pebbles on top. Yeah, they do have signature and seasonal glazed selections, including Snickerdoodle, Fruity Crunch, and Bananas Foster. Um, there's also a new restaurant in downtown Disney called Clyde's Hot Chicken. Uh, it's a new cart near the monorail that serves Nashville hot chicken on a stick. Uh, and that's hand- handmade fresh daily in three heat heat level seasonings. Okay. Um, and then they've announced that coming soon is the alley. And that is going to be in the courtyard next to Splitsville Luxury Lanes. Uh, that's going to have interactive games, live music, lounge areas, and seats for dining. Uh, and also last week, they did announce that they expect the downtown Disney district to be completed by Thanksgiving of 2024. All right. So it's still going to be about another year and a half uh, under construction. But it'll be marvelous once it's done. It will be. And that's all the news from the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland. The Alice in Wonderland ride in Disneyland is going to be reopening to guests in late July. That's right. After two closures that are a month apart, uh, they have announced that Alice in Wonderland will reopen to Disneyland guests on July 21st. Uh, It is currently closed through June 16th. All right. The Alice in Wonderland ride is set to reopen again in late July at Disneyland. All right. Now, that's a little misleading because right now it's currently closed. All right. And it's going to be closed through June 16th, so about another week. All right. And then it's going to be open until July 5th, 
and then it's going to close again along with the monorail and Soren around the world. And then Alice in Wonderland will reopen again on July 21st. However, the monorail and Soren around the world do not have end dates for their refurbishment. You know, this makes it really hard to plan a trip around closures because mm-hmm. who the heck knows what's going on? Right. And then as far as other refurbishment updates, uh, right now Peter Pan's flight, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride are also closed. Mr. Toad is going to reopen on June 16th, and Peter Pan is going to open on June 30th. I'm not going until August. That's it. I mean, why even bother going if everything's going to be closed? That's true. All right. Okay, um, so Disneyland After Dark is coming back, um, and there's going to have a Pride Night with some characters that are going to include the Muses, Oaken, and America Chavez. That's right. They have announced some of the Pride Night characters. Uh, and this is who you're going to get if you're going to Disneyland, Disney After Dark Pride Night, Cruella DeVille on Main Street, Jane Porter in Turk and Adventureland, Goofy in New Orleans Square, Princess Tiana and Lewis in New Orleans Square, Donald Duck and Daisy Duck, and Clarabelle Cal in Frontierland, The Mandalorian and Grogu in Galaxy's Edge, Ray and C-3PO in Galaxy's Edge, Mickey, Minnie, Mulan, Mushu, Ariel, Anna, Elsa, Oaken, Tinkerbell and Friends, the Muses from Hercules, Maleficent, and the Evil Queen will all be in Tomorrowland. They're all in Fantasyland. I'm sorry, Fantasyland. Fastos from the Eternals will be in Tomorrowland. That is a completely random and strange character. (laughs) Uh, And then America Chavez from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be in uh, Tomorrowland. And Fastos and America Chavez are notable because they're two of Disney's confirmed LGBTQIA plus characters. All right. Very good. Uh, the Magic Key system went down at Disneyland, and there was quite the log jam to try to get in. That's right. That happened this past Friday. And uh, if you were a Magic Key holder and paid for your annual pass, you couldn't get in the park. But oh, you no. Know, but you know who could? People who paid for a single day ticket. Regular ticket holders. Yeah. Um, and they actually had to start manually entering registration codes. It took them until 10.15 to get it fixed. Uh, and then by 11.15, they were getting in the parks normally. But, uh, you know, a couple hours of frustration for annual uh, pass holders in their Magic Key program. And these poor cast members. Right. The entrance signage to Splash Mountain has been re- uh, has been removed. That's right. And that's all part of the uh, refurbishment and reimagining into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Very good. Some themed scrim is now covering the scaffolding at Peter Pan's Flight and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's right. We already mentioned that they are undergoing refurbishment. Did you know that Peter Pan's Flight, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Alice in Wonderland are actually all in the same show building? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, But uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they do have some scaffolding up there, and uh, those themed scrim workers have been working overtime to create new scrim. Good. There's no news from California Adventure, so let's jump across the country and head on over to Walt Disney World. All right. Um, According to the official Walt Disney World Resort website calendar, the annual tradition of special fireworks have been um, confirmed celebrating the 4th of July. That's right. The 4th of July fireworks, uh, which are known as Disney's Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky, is now scheduled for both July 3rd and July 4th at 9.20 p.m. Sounds like fun. Tiana's Bayou Adventure has been added to the My Disney Experience map. Yeah, and that's just uh, a label, which is over what used to be Splash Mountain. So it's just, uh, it's a tease because the ride's not opening until 2024. And it actually says that. It says Tiana's Bayou Adventure with the new ride logo coming 2024. All right. 
At Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe in the Magic Kingdom, it seems that Sunny Eclipse uh, is not performing right now. Well, he's performing apparently on and off, uh, sporadically. Oh. Um, and uh, it appears, based on the water collection or liquid collection system that they oh. have set up by the roof, that there may be some type of leak in the sunny eclipse area. I see. So we don't know. You know, Sunny had a, a breakdown a couple months ago. Yeah, I feel like he's had a lot of trouble lately. He has. So we don't know if this is, you know, like a sunny eclipse animatronic hydraulic fluid or perhaps <laughs> a leak in the roof. Okay. Perhaps you should get somebody from your firm out there to check the roof uh, for water leaks. Absolutely. There is now an extended queue at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in Epcot that could possibly be for a debut of the standby queue. That's right, and it's outside. Uh, they have set up stanchions between the main entrance and the Connections Eatery. Um, that's going to be a hot wait. They're going to need to put some type of awning over that. I would hope, yeah. Yeah, because that's Especially for the summertime. Well. It's not like it's February. Yeah, uh, and there is no word whether they are going to go to a standby queue, um, although... You know, it's it's entirely possible. I mean, they may not be going to start to use it until, you know, November when it actually isn't so hot. So mm -hmm. who knows? Right. Construction walls are now blocking part of the Muppets Courtyard at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, they are a significant uh, set of construction walls that are set up in the Grand Avenue sidewalk outside of the Muppet Courtyard. It is not attractive. No, it's not. It starts just after the new Pride mural. Uh, on one of the walls back there, and then it goes around. They actually had to move one of the snack carts. Uh, looks like it's just for routine maintenance, though, on the ground, because there's nothing there. There's no buildings. So perhaps they're working on some of the sidewalk. All right. In anticipation of the opening of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, they have opened a new limited-time beverage outpost at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's right. Indiana Jones' Den of Destiny has opened this past week, and uh, it will be serving for a limited time uh, three drinks, and uh, they offer the opportunity to see rare antiquities and get refreshing libations. Inside, they are playing some of the iconic musical scores from the movie. Um, this new bar is located at what used to be known as the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost that closed back in March of 2020. It's just off of Echo Lake, right over near the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular attractions. Very fun. So because that new Indiana Jones bar went in, they had to move Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger meet and greet to another spot. That's right. Um, they have moved to, let's see, they used to meet, uh, and now they are near, what are they near? Oh, they're near the former Fast Pass distribution area near the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. The area is still covered, so it still provides shade for the guests. Okay, good. There are some perks that come with being a Disney Visa card member, and one of them is some special meet and greets. Uh, there used to be a Darth Vader meet and greet at Hollywood Studios. Uh, it paused for a little while, but now it's back. That's right. It has reopened. It's over at Star Wars Launch Bay in Hollywood Studios. And um, this, yeah, Cheryl mentioned, you know, it had been paused after COVID. Um, but now the Disney Darth Vader meet is back, and it's to the right of the BB-8 meet and greet. In order to go in, you must present your Disney Visa debit or credit card, uh, and that is usually a shorter wait time uh, than most of the other PhotoPass options. And you do get a PhotoPass photographer, and your photo is free. Nice. Um, there is also a regular Darth Vader meet and greet in another section of the launch bay. Which you probably have to wait longer for, and you definitely don't get a free PhotoPass picture. Exactly. An elemental 
uh, photo opportunity is now at Hollywood Studios. That's right. Over in Pixar Place, you can now get a Disney Pixar Elemental photo op featuring Ember and Wade. Um, Wade is holding up an umbrella to protect herself from the shower of water being generated by Wade. Uh, and this is all part of the celebration of Elemental, which opens in theaters this Friday. Looks cute. I think we're going to have to actually go see this one. I feel like we've missed a couple of the more recent um, releases. Okay. But this one looks cute. I think we need to see it. A new Ezra Bridger Legacy Lightsaber Hill is now available at Doc Ondar's in Hollywood Studios. That's right. If you're a lightsaber hilt collector, and who isn't? Right. Um, the Ezra Bridger Legacy Lightsaber is now available for $170 at Doc Ondar's Den of Iniquity. I'm oh, oh, sorry, Den of Antiquities. You seem like you choked down that $170 a little bit. I did. I did. <laughs> What's going on over at the resorts? Well, it's kind of sad. Over at um, the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, they are starting demolition outside Trails End. Yeah, that's very sad. Uh, they have placed some green plastic barriers to keep guests out and uh, some planters, and they have started doing what they call as some small demolition. I don't know. They're knocking stuff down. It doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is this? There's like some sort of a corkscrew that looks like it's going to like rip out everything that's around. That, that's actually a post digger. Um, but they do have some signage up that lets people know that the Trails End, Crockett's Tavern, and Daniel Boone's Wilderness Arcade are closed. And that the nearest food offering is at P&J's Southern Takeout and that their mobile order window remains open. All right. Over at the Polynesian where they're putting up the DVC towers, they have added some blue tarps. Uh, to the window areas. That's right. Uh, not only have they added blue tarps, but they have added another floor uh, onto the complex. So uh, that just continues to get taller. I don't know. For me, it ruins the look because most of the longhouses are no more than three stories, and this thing's going to come along and be like nine stories It's tall. exactly the same as what they did at Coronado. Yep. Yep. And yes, I it is. Everywhere, everybody gets a tower now. Right. Yeah. And it does, it messes with the aesthetics. The sight lines, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the boardwalk, they're still working on the cake bake shop, which I feel like they've been doing forever. They have. And they just started work around the Trattoria El Forno. That's right. The cake bake shop by Gwendolyn Rogers. Uh, they have, uh, let's see, rebuilt some of the, the towers and the walls. It's funny because they knock some stuff down and they're building it up almost oh, yeah. identical it to almost what it was. It almost looks exactly the same. Um, but uh, that works. And then as Cheryl mentioned, they are doing some construction around the boardwalk area. Uh, where Trattoria Al Forno is, and that's just some cosmetic, uh, some cosmetic work because they do have temporary green fencing and some cherry pickers set up there um, so that they can do work on the upper areas. Got to tell you, overall, wouldn't want to be staking, staying uh, on that side of the lake right now. No. That whole boardwalk area is very busy. Yeah, and not in a good way. All right, so now we're going to head over to Universal, where at Universal CityWalk Orlando, they have some Jurassic Park vehicles to celebrate the 30th anniversary weekend. That's right. The Fast X cars have been moved out because this seems to be the new thing now at the Cinemark over at Universal uh, CityWalk. They're now bringing in vehicles for right. each major movie. Um, and uh, what they have replaced it with are two Jeeps from Jurassic Park. As we all know, Jurassic Park is celebrating its 30th anniversary this month. Uh, so they have moved in the traditional, uh, let's see, um, the green and yellow kind of vehicle, um, and those are Ford Explorers, and then the Jeep Wrangler uh, have been brought in. And then this weekend, uh, although it's over now, they did have a John Hammond lookalike, 
uh, meeting and greeting guests outside the vehicles, along with two Jurassic Park uh, uh, field rangers uh, who were a, a comedic team uh, working with the guests out there. So uh, a little bit of fun going on at Universal. Oh, yes. I have to say, if I ran into this, I would just be confused and a little uncomfortable about the whole thing. Okay. Because, like, I don't really know who these people are. I don't really know how I was supposed to be reacting to them. Right. I think I would try to just avoid the whole thing at all costs. And that's usually your MO. Yes, it's my MO. You're right. Somehow, though, you never avoided me. It, it's a miracle, isn't it? It is. We've loved to talk about what's going on in the Minion area at Universal Studios, um, and I guess we have just a few different stories about it. So, Tony, get right into it. That's right. The first one involves the Evil Stuff gift shop uh, in Minion Land, where they have a new Minion-themed U-Design kiosk. Uh, and these kiosks, Disney has something similar, uh, where you can go in and design your own uh uh, phone holders okay. and lanyards and uh, just various items. And it what, like prints it out right and there? And it, it makes it uh, uh, digitally correct. Okay. So uh, that is available. Um, and then they've planted some new trees along uh, Illumination Avenue there. Uh, and they've also added some details uh, to the Bank of Evil and other Minion Land facades like the theater. Uh, they actually have a marquee up now uh, that says Illumination. Uh, so it's it's taking shape and uh, should be open, I would say, by the end of the summer. All right, good. SeaWorld Orlando has opened a Coral Rescue Center. That's right. They now have a Coral Rescue Center attraction where you can observe their conservation efforts in action. Uh, they have 15 different species of coral uh, that were transferred from the Florida Coral Rescue Center to the SeaWorld Coral Rescue Center for care. And their ultimate goal is that they will actually be able to return those out to a reef in the wild. Uh, so that is exciting. Um, and you can actually see that as part of the Turtle Trek attraction. All right, good. The Orlando-based escape room company, Escapology, has opened its second Central Florida location, which is its 72nd overall, with the grand opening of escape rooms at the Promenade at Sunset Walk in Kissimmee. That's right. Uh, I, I didn't know that Escapology was Orlando-based. No, I didn't either. Uh, their first location was on Orlando's International Drive. Uh, and in the coming months, they're going to be opening locations in Miami, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. So they will be getting up to about 75 Escapeology locations, which is pretty cool. Uh, they have developed new high-tech games that are going to be bringing Batman the Dark Knight Challenge to Orlando. They're going to have Scooby-Doo uh, escape rooms, as well as Agatha Christie Murder on the Orient escape escape rooms. I've never done an escape room, but if I was going to, it would definitely be a Scooby-Doo escape room. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's, it's always those darn teens that oh my it. god i love scooby-doo yeah so if you're an escape fan um escape room fan you might want to check that out because there are now two in orlando very cool all right well that's all of our news for today and we'll be back on wednesday and until then i'm tony and i'm cheryl and you've been listening to the disney drive time podcast